Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646 716 4972. Now, here's your host of Lickin' on Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Hope you survived the Thanksgiving feast. I was just talking about family dynamics and uh, so fortunate to have a great family and very blessed by it. I have a new son-in-law and I was just so excited about that and spending some time with him again. It's fun. Hope you had a great time with your family wherever you are at. You know how many Zoom meetings were going on on Thanksgiving? We had two back-to-back Zoom meetings with family. It's great that they took off some of the restrictions on whether you have a license or not. You got the paid version or not, but they gave everyone all all this abundance of time. So it was really good. We got to see family and talk and but it's I'm finding the importance of having an agenda. Well for these meetings they're staring after ten minutes going, so we haven't talked in a while. Let's do and it was just awkward and then realizing how important preparation is. How do you deal with the pandemic? How do you deal with Thanksgiving? But it was a good holiday and I hope you had a great one. Again, this is Monday, November 30th. I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you. We enjoy bringing it to you. Again, it's created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals. Again, our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format. Today's hot topic, we have Cindy Danko. Cindy is the Vice President and Credit Risk Policy for Fannie Mae's Single Family Risk Management Team. And we're talking about Fannie Mae's response to the COVID-19 pandemic, especially in the area of servicing. She's got one of the most impressive backgrounds there at Fannie Mae, and you're really going to enjoy this interview, so be sure to stay tuned all the way to the Hot Topic segment after we get done with the industry update. I want to say a special thank you to the folks at Industry Syndicate. We're proud to be a part of the syndicate. They do a great job with us. And also, thank you to all of our sponsors, the MBA, Mortgage Bankers Association of America. We had Marina Walsh on on September 14th, talking about the cost originations. Be sure to check that out. Also, when you're in the website, go sign up for the Mortgage Action Alliance, download it on your app to have your voice heard in Washington, D.C., and you do not have to be a member of the MBA, although you should be. Also, a special thank you to Finastra, one of our longstanding partners and sponsors for years. They have their Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution, experiencing the power of fully integrated approach to mortgage lending that simplifies the borrowing experience and streamlines the process. Listen to August 24th, Steve Hope was on as our guest. Also, Lenders One, we had Justin Demolia on as a guest. Real pleased to be a part of the Lenders One, as well as the Mortgage Collaborative. Both these co-ops bring you competitive advantages, as well as CMLA. We had Michael Jones on on September 21st. Listen to that podcast. Also, Indicom. So thrilled to have the partnership with Indicom. They do a great job with their technology and their mortgage expertise. Indicom provides automation, outsourcing, and compliance solutions to the mortgage industry. Be sure to check out that podcast on August 31st. Love the folks at Indicom. Alice's old employer, and they're doing so much with their technology. Check it out. Accelerate, which helps lenders close more loans, radically changing the lender's communication process. We had Josh Friend on on August 17th. Listen to that podcast. And then also AI Assist, and it's an artificial intelligence that helps you reach borrowers. Got to start using more in AI. It's going to be the competitive advantage to make a big difference. And we need to get them on and do another podcast with them. Get our Roman Benfield on. Great company, and what they're doing is amazing. Also, Celebrity Home Loans. They're growing again through acquisition. Check them out. As well as Inovia and Ted Kramer and that team, they do an amazing job of optimizing your mortgage executions. We're going to have Ted on in an upcoming podcast. Also, Mobility RE and Modex are the two that help you recruit. Uh, Knowledge Scoop is a learning management 
Management System. Say thank you to all of our sponsors, especially to Alice, Alan, and Matt for their contributions each and every week. If you're listening live, stay right here, and we're going to go right into the Hot topic segment. If you're listening to us on a downloaded basis, just check out the next episode. It flows right into what we're about to listen to for those of us who are listening live. Welcome, everybody. Today's Hot topic segment, we pre-recorded an episode with Cindy Danko. I'm really excited about this. So without further delay... Welcome to the podcast, everybody, and the Hot Topics segment. We have as our special guest, Cindy Danko. Cindy is the Vice President and Credit Risk Policy for Fannie Mae's Single Family Risk Management Team, reporting to the Senior Vice President and Chief Credit Officer for Single Family. Cindy is accountable for developing policy for selling and servicing activities, the representation of warranties framework, the mortgage of borrower eligibility, underwriting, and the loan management servicing standards and requirements, including loss mitigation. Cindy is also responsible for all aspects of credit risk policy that maintain the risk management processes for the single family business. Previously, Cindy was the Vice President of Risk Management Technology Solutions in Fannie Mae's Single Family Digital Products Division. In that role, she was responsible for managing the company's core risk management applications, including desktop underwriter and collateral underwriter. Cindy, so good to have you on the podcast. Thank you. It's good to be here. I know how busy you all are there at Fannie Mae, and I'm just grateful to have you take a few minutes. And we're focusing, listeners, on the topic of COVID-19. Let's start off by really getting into a discussion. How has Fannie Mae responded to the COVID-19 pandemic? I certainly appreciate you having me, and you are absolutely right. The pandemic is really living on. And as we think back in March of 2020, when COVID-19 hit the United States and really resulted in the stay-at-home orders, school closures, the widespread business shutdowns across the country. Many people experienced a financial hardship and really were left wondering, how am I going to pay my mortgage or my rent next month? And so during this crisis throughout most of 2020 now, we've been focused on just that and helping Americans stay in their homes, helping our customers stay in business, and making sure that the mortgage and housing markets are strong and open. One thing in particular that we did was we launched Here to Help as part of our commitment to helping those impacted by COVID-19. And that was really in working closely with our regulator, FHFA. We wanted an opportunity to share available resources with homeowners and renters nationwide. So they had one place that they could go to obtain the information they needed to get help. And our goal was really just making sure that they understood all the available options if they did have concerns about paying their mortgage or rent. And so for homeowners, Here to Help is really an online portal that's part of our knowyouroptions.com website that has clear explanations around forbearance, when it may be an option, how to get started, and even what to expect after forbearance once you come out of it. It also provides resources for renters on Know Your Options to understand what rent relief is available and what assistance options are there as you think about your rights as a tenant. So just a couple examples on the resources available. There's videos that explain the steps of forbearance. So it's not just having to read through material, but really having some short, simple, easy to understand videos, fact sheets, and reference numbers to call should you need further help or even counseling assistance as we have the disaster response network and HUD's approved housing counselors that can help navigate the broader financial challenges that people are facing. You guys are very busy. I can only imagine all that's been involved in that, the complexities of that, and thinking through all the nuances. But I want to shift over and talking about how have you been supporting servicers? 
Yeah, so a lot of work going on with servicers as well, as we know that they play such a key role in helping those homeowners impacted by COVID-19, really helping them navigate the financial challenges of the pandemic. So we did a couple things. We really gathered a lot of feedback and have had a lot of conversations with our servicing partners. And we were able to really understand what challenges they were facing and develop solutions that would help them help homeowners. And so part of the feedback we got allowed us to identify several main areas of interest that would right away be able to help servicers. And we developed what we called a new servicer toolkit. And the servicer toolkit is really a collection of resources organized in an easy to use mobile friendly platform because we're all on the go and really want information at our fingertips. And this servicer toolkit gives everything to servicers, no matter what they're working on at their fingertips. It includes things like sample scripts to help in conversations with homeowners. Again, letters they can use. There's materials that they can quickly turn into answers to make sure that they're in compliance with existing and new regulations. And even within the guidelines, as we think about the Federal CARES Act. Specifically, the areas that were pointed out that we could help the most with included things around mortgage forbearance plans and reporting them, borrower workout options post-forbearance, the details of our new COVID-19 payment deferral option, as well as things around compliance with investor reporting, and then even managing all the additional volume as we think about just working through the pandemic and that the toll it's taken. Wow. Cindy, what sort of resources and help are you offering homeowners and renters? We've taken a lot of action as we think about helping homeowners and renters, especially those facing a financial hardship. And so some of the specific actions we've taken for the homeowners, for the renters, is around extending eviction protection to multifamily renters. We took action to suspend foreclosures and evictions affecting homeowners. We share on our website tips on homeowners to how to avoid potential foreclosure fraud scams which that comes out sometimes during these challenges and national emergencies. We announced the new COVID-19 payment deferral option, which was really meant to help homeowners who are ready to resume their monthly mortgage payment following that COVID-19 forbearance. I'm really interested in the part about hearing reports related to some of the fraud. Are there any schemes that we should be aware of that we should alert some of our seller servicers about that they should be paying particularly close attention to? Is there anything that pops out there? We really wanted to ensure that should any foreclosure fraud or scam come out, that homeowners would be aware of what that might look like, and we would be able to have tips readily available for them. So nothing in particular, but wanting to make sure that homeowners are prepared should that surface. Good. I am impressed with what you have done so far as provide scripts to the servicers. I I appreciate that point about the scripts. Also, we did translate some scripts into five different languages, really so that we could help servicers and all homeowners that needed it. The other thing I would say is as we think about our response to the pandemic and helping homeowners and renters, we also, of course, did that in partnership with lenders and servicers and really came up with and have developed new policies and solutions along the way as we worked with the industry to understand what challenges we were facing. And so since March, in collaboration with Freddie Mac and at the direction of our regulator, FHFA, we've issued more than 60 new lender letters with many policy updates in those lender letters, really to help address the challenges that have been brought on. They spanned both the origination and servicing side of our business. And we were really focused on two main areas, right? Provide prudent flexibilities to make sure 
the origination market could continue to function, especially as we think about going into shutdown and school closures and businesses being shut down. Uh, We also focused on providing those relief options to homeowners impacted by COVID-19 and making sure that servicers have those tools and toolkit to help them. That's impressive, the amount of time and energy that's gone into it. But I want to talk about what have you been hearing from servicers in terms of their inquiries that they've been receiving, the help they're extending, and the resources and relief available by way of Fannie Mae? So as we think about the crisis, it's really our job to responsibly keep those impacted by the pandemic in their homes, wherever it's possible. It's really our mission and why we exist to serve the housing market, right, in good times as well as in bad times. And we knew that homeowners would need our help. At the beginning of the pandemic, we worked really quickly with our large network of servicers that we work with on a daily basis to ramp up the tools that we had to help those borrowers who were struggling. And as we think about that initial onset, we were able to provide forbearance to single-family borrowers who were reporting that they were experiencing a financial hardship due to COVID-19 for up to 18 months, and at the borrower's request, even extend that for a period of up to a maximum of 12 months. And those efforts back in March and the early days really paid off. In February, we had roughly 6,000 Fannie Mae single-family homeowners or borrowers out of 17 million total in active forbearance. By May, that number had surpassed a million And so implementing forbearance plans at that scale and that rapidly was challenging, but certainly a necessity as we thought about delivering relief quickly to those who needed it most. Now, Cindy, it's really interesting all the effort that's gone into the forbearance. Talk a little bit more about what you guys have had to do and plan and respond as it relates to forbearance. Sure. So I had mentioned how quickly we were able to leverage our forbearance policies to ensure that servicers could respond right away to those borrowers who were impacted financially by COVID-19. And that rapid response helped us to scale the forbearance offering quickly to many borrowers who needed it. And to date, the data shows that those efforts have been successful, right? Of the borrowers who were most clearly affected by the pandemic, they were current on their mortgage payments in February but became at least two months behind at the end of August, more than 96% were able to take advantage of a forbearance plan. And that's just a remarkable statistic when you think about it. That really is. That's a wonderful statistic. It shows how servicers and consumers have responded to what you've done. That's exactly right. And I think the data notwithstanding, we know there are still borrowers out there who may be struggling. And so for that reason, we continue to focus on and work with our servicers around educating as many impacted borrowers as possible about those relief options and why we continue to focus on here to help and direct borrowers who may need information to our knowyouroptions.com. We're also monitoring those forbearance patterns as the pandemic continues to ensure that as we think about impacted borrowers and mortgage servicers trying to help them, that we can continue to improve our outreach and find solutions that will help as folks come out of forbearance, whether it's a post-forbearance option of reinstate a repayment plan, the new COVID payment deferral, or a loan modification that they may need as we think about reducing a borrower's monthly mortgage payment. Cindy, has Fannie Mae had to adapt or respond to the needs amid the pandemic, either from homeowners or servicers? 
We sure did. And you hear a lot of these stories as you talk to people, right, in 2020, with not just everybody, including Fannie Mae, moving to 100% remote working, but also responding to the pandemic and the crisis we were facing at the same time. And so I had mentioned a little bit about that, right, that since March, we had really been working in close partnership with Freddie Mac on both the origination and servicing side and at the direction of FHFA to ensure that we were hearing about the challenges that the industry was facing and that we were coming up with solutions and answers to solve those challenges and that we were continuing to focus on homeowners, ensuring that they were able to stay in their home. Cindy, forbearance has been a really important option for many. So far, what have you observed in terms of uptake, exit, repayment, that kind of thing? What are you seeing so far? Yeah, so I think I've mentioned we saw about a million borrowers who went into or took a forbearance who had been impacted financially by COVID-19. That's down to roughly 700,000 homeowners, and we see that number coming down. Many of those homeowners have been able to exit forbearance through one of our offering, most of them through a reinstatement or the new COVID payment deferral solution that's available. That's an encouraging trend, especially when you see in the nation, we're watching COVID numbers seem to be a spike in many places. What are you anticipating? We're all hoping for the best out of this, Cindy. And how are you guys preparing for what lies ahead and how long this might continue? Any thoughts on how you're prepared to respond to this moving forward? Yeah, so it's really hard to predict what's going to happen. It's an unprecedented time. I don't think any of us could have predicted back in March that we'd be where we are even just now as we think about November. And so what we're continuing to do is stay focused on our task at hand, which is to ensure that we're helping servicers support homeowners, that we're providing material and information to homeowners so that they are aware of their options, that we have clear, simple, easy-to-use tools for them to find it, and that we also are there for servicers. And again, things like the servicer toolkit, that we continue to enhance that as we respond to the market, and we'll keep focused there and do whatever we have to. You guys have done a phenomenal job of responding to this. You've helped so many servicers, borrowers, homeowners, renters, the whole group, everybody caught up in this very much of a pandemic tragedy. And it has been a tragedy for some. And you look at how this has impacted families. I really appreciate all that you've done here. Is there anything we want to talk about and credit risk policy that you would like to share with our audience as we get ready to wrap this up, Cindy? I know you have so much going on just with the pandemic, but is there anything else that we should be thinking about? I think I've covered a lot of it and certainly encourage anyone who needs it to leverage this new servicer toolkit and certainly are here to help resources and know your options campaign and website for homeowners should they need it. Again, what is the address for that website? It's knowyouroptions.com, all one word. There are lots of resources there for mortgage servicers, homeowners, renters. It's all right there at your fingertips. Perfect. I encourage our listeners to go out there and access that. Take a look at our show notes, everyone. We'll put these links there for you to take a look at. Most importantly, the best thing to do is avail yourself of what's there and then also pick up the phone and talk to your representative at Fannie Mae. They do a great job of supporting so many of our clients, and we're thrilled to have you here, Cindy. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. That's great, Dave. Thanks for having me. We have had as our special guest today, Cindy Danko, Vice President of Credit Risk Policy for Fannie Mae's Single Family Risk Management Team. So grateful for our partnership with Fannie Mae and grateful for them taking the time to come on our podcast to share this important discussion about how they're responding to the COVID-19 pandemic.
Great interview. Appreciate it. Share this interview with others within the company and also within the industry. Appreciate you doing so. Thank you so much for being here this week. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, Finastra, as well as the Community Mortgage Lenders Association of America, Indicom, Accelerate, Ainsworth Advisors, Mobility RE, Modex, and a whole bunch of other sponsors. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great week, everybody. Happy post-Thanksgiving and time to get ready for Christmas. Talk to you soon. Have a great week. You've been listening to Licken on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Licken of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.